Today's reading comes from Proverbs chapter ten, verse eleven to thirty-two. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Wisdom is found in the lips of the discerning, but a rod is for the back of one who has no sense. The wise store up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool invites ruin. The wealth of the rich. Is their fortified city, but the poverty is the ruin of the poor. The wages of the righteous is life, but the earnings of the wicked are sin and death. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. But the heart of the wicked is of little value. The lips of the righteous nourish many, but fools die for lack of sins. The blessings of the Lord brings wealth, without painful toil for it. A fool finds pleasure in wicked schemes, but a person of understanding delights in wisdom. What the wicked dread will overtake them, but the righteous desire will be granted. When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. They fear of the Lord and adds length to life. But the years of the wicked are cut short. The prospect of righteous is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. The way of the Lord is a refuge for the blameless, and it is ruin for those who do evil. The righteous will never be uprooted, but the wicked will not remain in the land. From the mouth of the righteous comes the fruit of wisdom, but a perverse tongue will be silenced. The lips of the righteous know that finds favor. But the mouth of the wicked only what is perverse. This is the word of the Lord. So, if you'd like to open your Bibles, and children, if you'd like to come up to the front and grab a seat. So, come up, grab a seat either side, make space for the others. Great. Aren't words amazing? Isn't language amazing? Every day we use so many words without even thinking about it. Do you know there's only one thing in the whole of creation、uh, that uses words and language, and that's us, human beings. Animals can communicate in very simple ways. But they don't use words. Who, who here's got a pet? Who's got a cat or a dog or a, a fish? Or put your hand up if you've got a pet. Okay. What, what, have, what have you got? What pet have you got, guys? Two cats. 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 When your cat or your dog is hungry,、yes. how do you know? They start fighting with the other one. They start fighting. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Okay, so you always know. He plays, he plays dead. Okay, so you know you know when they're hungry. Does your does your cat ever say to you, "Excuse me, I know you're busy,、uh, but、uh, I'm pretty hungry. Would you mind giving me a fish and a bowl of milk?" Does your cat ever say that? No, okay, of course not. Of course not. But you know, if cats could speak, they'd be much more demanding than that, wouldn't they? They'd say, "Servant, 
fetch me my food. And, and dogs would be like that. I'm starving, I'm starving. Where's my food? Where's my food? Is that right? So animals, they can't speak. They can't use words. Only humans use words. Humans can speak because God speaks. Right at the beginning of the Bible, it says that God spoke everything that exists into being. God created the whole of the universe by speaking, by using words. Human beings are made in the image of God. And the fact that we have language is one of the ways that we reflect God's image. So it's actually quite amazing that we can speak and communicate with words. We take it for granted, but it really is amazing. Uh, Do you know that it's almost impossible to count the number of words in any given language? But experts tell us uh, that there are more than a million words in the English language. That is a lot of words. And the way we use those words is really important because words can be powerful. Now, if you could have any superpower, what superpower, adults as well, you are, I want you to think of this, what superpower would you have? Now, don't tell me yet, just hold this in your mind. I want you to think of one superpower that you would have, and if I say it, you put up your hands, adults as well. So... The ability to fly. Who would who would have that? Okay, we've got okay a smattering of uh, people who would like to fly. Yeah, yeah, five or six. Uh, invisibility. Who'd like to be able to turn themselves invisible? Okay, yeah, a few, a few. Superhuman strength. Anyone? No, no, no one for superhuman strength. No takers. Uh, teleportation. Oh, yes, that means you can just pop up anywhere in the world. Oh, I'd like to go to Tokyo today. Bing, and you're there. You can have some nice holidays. So quite a few people like teleportation. I'm sure a few people have put their hands up for more than one of these. But uh, what about the ability to change into any animal? Uh, Am I the only one? I'd love that. You could fly. You could swim with the dolphins. You could be super strong or super fast, depending on the animal. Don't you think that would be cool? No? Any I've not said, who, who, who'd like a super, what, what, Isaac? Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Yes. Okay. Reading minds. Reading minds. Okay. To understand how women sing. <laughs> okay. Controversial, but, uh. <laughs> well, well, we'll let you have it. Okay, Anna, did you have one? Telekinesis as well. Oh, telekinesis as well. Okay, right, well, I've got very sad news. The, the, the sad news is that none of us will ever have any of those superpowers. But we do already have a superpower. Every single one of us has a superpower. Do you know what that superpower is? Can you guess what it is? Words. Exactly right. Our words are like a superpower. Words can turn a bad day into a good day. In fact, words can change the course of a person's whole life. Words are incredibly powerful. They can build people up. They can inspire and encourage. They can bring healing, wholeness, and forgiveness. They can help people to know Jesus and to follow him. 
uh, words can be a powerful force for good. But they can also be a powerful force for bad. Words can tear people down and make them feel discouraged. They can spread fear and hatred. They can tear communities apart. They can lead people away from God. So words can be used for good and words can be used for evil. They can be used to bring life and they can be used to destroy life. Today we read some proverbs. Proverbs are wise sayings that we find in the Bible. And the ones we read today are basically saying that those who use words in a good way are wise and godly, and those who use words in a bad way are uh, foolish and wicked. So we have this superpower, words, and we can choose to use them for good and for bad. But the truth is, none of us are perfect. So uh, often we use words in a good way, but all of us sometimes use words in a bad way too. But we hope that when we, as, as we grow as Christians, there'll be less of the bad and more of the good. Now, who knows what a roast is? Okay, now a lot of the adults are thinking of a meal uh, cooked in the oven with uh, meat and veg and potatoes and gravy. Uh, but a lot of the children uh, will probably be thinking of a kind of witty and amusing way of putting someone down with words. Uh, the idea of a roast is that we make ourselves look clever as we make someone else look foolish. And uh, on YouTube, there are so many videos uh, aimed at uh, teenagers and, and younger children as well, which are basically just people getting roasted, people getting pulled down. There seems to be a lot of interest in tearing people down. Uh, and in Australia, we have this uh, saying, don't we, uh, cutting down the tall poppies. Um, as Christians, we need to reverse our way of thinking. Instead of looking for ways to pull people down, we need to look for ways to build people up. Every day, we have so many opportunities to use words in a way that will make such a positive difference. Let's try and think of some of the ways that we could make a difference with words. What kind of things could we say to people that would really make a difference to them? What do you think? Any ideas? What could you say to someone that was, that was really nice or kind or uh, made a difference? What do you reckon, Cassie? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> well, if you've got, if you're all saying it together, that might make you feel a bit more cheerful. It's quite a cheerful sounding uh, word, if it's a word. Okay, what else? What, 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 it's an official word in the English dictionary. Say again? It's an official word in the English dictionary. It, okay, and what kind of thing could we say to, to, to help people to, 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 to feel encouraged or strengthened? Well, let me, let me give you an example. What if, what if um, you had a, a friend, let's say, who wasn't very good at football and they were feeling bad about that? What could you say to that friend? What do you reckon, Anna? Keep on trying, don't give up. That's a great thing. Yeah, that's a really good encouragement, wouldn't it, Anna? What else could we say to that friend? Any ideas? I mean, we, we wouldn't lie to them, would we? We wouldn't say, we wouldn't say, you're the best footballer ever! Because that, that wouldn't really be true. But we might be able to say, Anna, like you said, 
keep on trying, don't give up. We might be able to say, you're getting better all the time, you're really improving. We might be able to say, I love the fact that you always try your hardest. That's such a good quality. Don't lose that. There's always ways that we can uh, build people up and encourage them, aren't there? So remember, words are powerful. And if we use them for good, we can literally, literally change someone's day or even their whole life. Sometimes you'll, you'll meet someone whose whole life has been changed and sent in a different direction just because of a few words that one person has said to them. So words are powerful. Words are also telling. They reveal what's going on in our heart. Verse 11 says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. Now, I need a volunteer. Who's going to volunteer for me? Anna, your hand went straight up. Come up here. Okay. If you stand just there. So, I have two things here. The first one is uh, mineral water, spring water. This is fresh and clean and pure. So, I've got that. And I've got this, uh, this pond water. And this is murky and disgusting and probably full of bacteria. Now, I'm going to give you the choice. You get to choose to take a sip out of one of these. Which one are you going to choose? Are you sure? You don't want the murky, disgusting pond water? No? Okay, it's a, it's a fresh bottle. There you go. Now take a little sip. Fantastic. Thank you, Anna. That was a good choice. Here, sit down. Thanks, Anna. So now imagine, imagine that you're a fountain. You are a fountain. Which of these do you want to come bubbling up out of you? Do you want the, the pure, clear, fresh water to come out of you as a fountain? Or do you want the disgusting pond water to come out of you as a fountain? So, adults as well, who would go for the pure, fresh water? Who would go for the pond water? I, don't, I shouldn't have even said that one. Because <laughs> I knew there'd be one or two. But, you know, if we want clear, fresh water to come out, in other words, if we want our words to be life-giving, then we need to pay careful attention to what's going on in our hearts and in our minds. Uh, If we're full of anger, jealousy, bitterness, and unforgiveness, then that is what's going to come out eventually in our words. But if we're full of love, joy, kindness, and compassion, then that is what's going to come through in our words. That's what people will will see and hear. Sometimes we can hide what's going on in here, but eventually it comes out. Sometimes it comes out not in the words that we say, but in the way that we say them. Who has ever said, well, actually, no, before we get to that, um, there's a word that we often find very difficult to say, okay? And I want you to think if you know what it is. It's not, uh, 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 it's not ram, scram, scram, a little loud, and rim to McCoy me. Okay? It's a very short little word that's not ram, scram, scram, a little loud, and rim to McCoy me. Uh, that's just a stupid little phrase I learned as a child. I don't know why. Uh, but... What is a little short word that we sometimes find very difficult to say? 
Sorry? Telestrations. No, that's, that's a big word. That's hard to say. What is a word that we sometimes find really difficult to say? Sorry. 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 Who's ever said sorry like that? Or sorry. Has anyone ever done that? I think we, we all have at some point, haven't we? We've said the right word, but what's going on in here isn't right. And the way to change what's going on in here is to focus on our relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Uh, the Proverbs that we read this morning compare the wise person and the foolish person. And the Bible makes it really clear that the wisest thing that we can do is to know and love and trust and follow Jesus. And the most foolish thing that we can do is to pretend that we don't need Jesus and push him away. And the Proverbs tell us that the, that the foolish person will not last, but the wise person or the uh, righteous person will last forever. It says in verse 25, when the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. So the most important thing in life is to be friends with Jesus and to allow him to change what's going on in our hearts so that we can be like a fountain of life to all the people around us. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we don't often consider how amazing it is uh, that we have language and what an incredible thing it is to be able to speak and express ourselves in words. And we pray, Father, that we'll recognize that this is... Uh, it is like a superpower. Our words can make such a difference to people's lives, uh, for, for better or for worse. And we pray that we will use our words in such a way that build people up, encourage them, strengthen them, uh, and, and help people to know your love for them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, thanks very much, guys.